0: Space trash, trash in space, space trash,
1: lifestyles, the rich and your rings. space trash, celebrities, they're trash, but the astrology can help us understand transmission incoming. (laughs) Greetings,
2: trashlings. This is space trash, colon. (laughs) Now, life's. (laughs) <laughs> Lifestyles of the and Uranus dot dot dot
1: Now, now. <laughs> And I'm mm-hmm. your host dot 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 Sarah Armour
2: And I'm your other host colon Molly Malshine dot 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 Now Now <laughs> What did you think? Well, okay, wait, actually, before we get into Jennifer Lopez's documentary No, it's not a documentary No, it's, well <laughs> it's, it's an acid trip mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is me Dot 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 now colon a love story we I have a question for you okay yeah this is a lot of sports that I'm about to talk about in oh yeah I, I love sports yeah in I Tanya her mom says every every relationship needs a flower and a gardener you know like you can't have two flowers you can't have two gardeners you need one person who's sort of tending to the other person and another person who's kind of the star. So this is like my favorite thing to think about all the time. I've only been the gardener like once in my life and, <laughs> and I was miserable out of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Who's the flower? Who's the gardener?
1: Well, wow. Okay. So I actually was, I was prepping myself to answer this for Ben and Jen, but I, in fact, and the answer might sort of be the same, which is that I think on the outside it might appear that she's the flower and that he's the gardener taylor but that i think it's possible he might need some tending to as well but i i guess i think she's the flower what do you think
2: i don't know like i would have thought that she was the flower but the past week has proven him to be such a ham right that i'm like this guy likes attention. And like, maybe it's just because, no, it's not just because he just won the Super Bowl because I've seen Catching Kelsey,
1: his dating show. The fact that he even has a dating show. Right. Years ago says it all.
2: Right. And like, he's really into fashion. He's peacocking all the time. He's kind of a better dresser than she is. He's a better dancer than she is. Like, I don't know. I think we might have a two flower relationship here. But, because, also like, You know, you always, I always want to assume the woman is the flower. But the other thing is, like, I don't think the flower is writing songs about the gardeners that they have dated. Like, writing songs about your partners is big time gardener behavior, don't you think?
1: Yeah, that's like where my head was at too. Like, when I was thinking about, because it's like, well, he definitely had to, you know, plant some friendship bracelet seeds. Like, he definitely had to. Pursue. like pursue in i would say a traditional n- masculine role which i think the flower in taylor really needed but i think beyond that she's such a not i don't even want to say control freak but like she really is in many ways i i think wearing the pants in this relationship she's the maestro yeah and like He's playing his cards right, but, like, I sort of think she's always kind of got her pulse on, like, the bigger picture or, like, you know, what what she can... Whether it works out with him or not, right, she's going to write songs about it. So she has this sort of, like, overarching, tending-to-the-garden role in all her relationships. So, yeah, I think he might actually be more like of a showman than she is. And she might actually be more of a workhorse. Yeah. I mean, time will tell. Time will tell, but I mean, okay, but same question though, but for Ben and Jen, Ben and
2: Jen, I really have no idea. I I have to be honest. I have no idea. We don't like for as public as they, they complain about their relationship being, I don't know a lot about the ins and outs, right? Right,
1: right. I feel that way completely. That's why, I guess, like, in my mind, because I thought that's what you were asking, my my answer was going to be, I actually think he's more of the flower and that she might be, like, a very boss bitch, kind of, like, here's what we're doing today kind of gal. Um, That being said, I think she probably and rightfully so, needs a lot of encouragement and a lot of, like, support and affirmation. So, but yeah, I think it is interesting. We really don't know much about their relationship. I mean, even 20 years ago, the only thing really that we knew was that he was, like, drumming on her butt on yachts. Like, I feel like I don't, I've never really, not that they're, like, not, a favorite couple of mine, but I guess they're sort of not. I, I sort of don't fully, not that, and they astrologically they're very compatible, they mirror each other, but like there's just something about this relationship that, yeah, it's, it's just hard to picture going on behind the scenes, especially because they have such different lifestyles. Yeah. So I just don't I do know she, what it's like behind closed doors.
2: Yeah. And once again, we have with this project, especially a situation. Of a male muse and a female creator, which right. to me, once again, like being the person who is inspired and driven to create art about the other person,
0: that right. to me, exactly. is a gar-
2: that's a gardener role, even though the performing of it is a flower role. And I also think, like you said, she like you said, with Taylor, Jennifer is the workhorse of Hollywood. Like she works harder than anyone, it seems. And yeah, that is also like a very Gardner-esque role. When you look at their comments about each other, I read a listicle this morning about everything they've ever said about each other. And the only one who ever said anything kind of snarky during their breakup period was him. Like he said that the the um, Jenny from the Block video was like the biggest regret of his life, which is the video you mentioned where he's drumming on her butt and like literally kissing her ass. So, like, that is a flower thing to regret. Like, if he was a gardener, he would be like, I am so happy that I was in, like, a worshipful position with my woman. But instead, he's like, that was painfully wrong and I hate it. So that, to me, makes me think that he is a little bit more of the flower. Also, since we're talking about two Leos... Leo is a flower sign. There is no, like,
1: really... Yeah, well, Well. okay, tell me what you think, but I'm not sure. I just have to get Sean off of this ledge a little. But tell me, I don't know if I necessarily agree.
2: I just think Leos love to be adored, and that's that's what a flower
1: does. So I think Leos love to be adored, but I also think Leos tend to be... I mean, it's a masculine sign. I think Leos tend to be very performative In nature like when it comes to leo energy like they're also you know they're athletes they're competitors they're 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 doers like they like like they're actively expressing love and in that way i think leo contains big gardener energy because leo is sort of willing to like do that work to keep not only keep a, a relationship going but to to express that love and to turn it into music or to turn it into something. Now, in this case, they're both Leo. So kind of who knows, but I don't know. I sort of feel like all the Leo's in my life are very much like actively working to like, I feel gardened personally by the Leo's in my life.
2: Okay. I dated, I've dated at least two Leo's that I can think of and they both wanted to be the flowers and that I think is why it didn't work out. Like mm-hmm. my college boyfriend was a Leo and he was like such a hater of anything that I actually like wanted to do on my own. Not not anything but a lot of things like he was like you should he like I told I said to him I started wanting to do stand up in college and he was like but you're not funny. Oh. oh.
0: I know and I still uh. dated
2: him after that and I was like oh whoa. Wait, you don't think I'm funny? Why are you even dating me then? Like that was a very, like, Leo Flower thing, I think, where he could not even see me as a person who would be, like, beheld in any
1: way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but, like, is that a Leo Flower thing? Or is that actually just, like, the comments of, like, an insecure gardener who, like, would see you as not being enough because of their own not-enoughness?
2: Yeah, that's probably it. I mean, he was also a serial cheater.
1: Yeah, I mean, so he's out here with the hoe. <laughs> hey, yeah.
2: yeah. But yeah, I think with Jen and Ben, um, I do think, I think it's pretty equal. But I think if you had to pick a flower and a gardener, I think he's the flower. Also, I like, think he's the flower. Yeah, like this whole, so okay, this whole project, it's basically an hour long music video. I want to say one of the, and this is not a slight, one of the best things about it is that it's only an hour long. Yes, It was starting to get a little a little itchy toward the end.
1: Thank God it was only an hour long. Yeah, I found it actually. I mean, I'm curious about your take. I found it kind of hard to watch.
2: Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, I. I didn't turn it off. I didn't feel an urge to turn it off. I was waiting for an actual banger. I mean, there was not a hit to be found.
1: Well, like there was sort of like the I'm still in love with you remix, but then the place that they put that in the supposed narrative arc didn't make sense to me.
2: Yeah, but I I think, okay, so this whole movie is about her kind of justifying to herself and to the viewer (laughs) why she got back with him and that all of these people that she dated in between the two Ben Affleck's they didn't count and that that was her trying to find herself and like it, you it started with the myth from taino culture then it's her and ben on a motorcycle very bound to coded by the very, way very very in a car they get in a crash on the motorcycle i guess they like hit a rock or something and then she goes through this whole journey she's literally showing her like the thing that's moving the story along is her therapy sessions. It With just, Fat it Joe.
1: With Fat With Joe. With Fat Joe. I know. Which I will say, I thought this piece was saved by cameos. Like, she is so yeah. lucky that she has an A-list Rolodex of people to call. Because, like, there I found, like, there was humor in Fat Joe being the therapist. And, like, yeah. you know, every time you'd see another famous person, it was kind of like an, like, a, ooh, like fun. Like, oh, what are they doing? Yeah. So I thought Kiki that Palmer was... Palmer was funny. Right. Like, I thought I thought... Well, we'll get to it, the Council of Zodiacal, whatevers. But I thought, yeah, so the whole thing moving it along. But actually, there was also this running through line that, like, she's working at a heart plant or something.
2: Oh, yeah, a heart factory. But she reveals kind of midway through that kind of all of these, what we call in film school, dream ballets. Yeah. They they Uh are dreams literal dreams right that she's been explaining to fat joe so right. that was it was a heart factory but yeah so it starts with her on the motorcycle with ben and it ends with her back on the motorcycle with ben again and it's like okay we are back on the road to eternal happiness because i had to fuck up with all these other guys and find myself and the thing that made me i mean so okay the title is very high school poetry
1: <laughs> high school poetry and, torture department
2: <laughs> yeah and then this this whole idea is very high school also because like when you're young and you're first kind of falling in love for the first time in high school and college, you swear, or at least I did that every person you date is your soulmate and all the ones before didn't count. And it's kind of something you grow out of. Like now at this point, like she has said in interviews that she only has one love in her life and it's Ben Affleck. And it's like, what about the father of your children? Like, it's okay right. to admit that you loved him because I'm sure you
1: did. Like, and I'm I, sure you loved him. I'm sure that she did, and I'm sure that well, and I'm sure that she loved him. Like, I think it's fair to say like that there are different like types of love. Like, even in interviews past, like specifically talking about Mark Anthony, she has said that like she was so heartbroken. She really wanted to be married with kids. And and she when she does speak highly of him, what she says is like both from the same culture so when I was thinking about like who I wanted to just settle down with and feel safe and have children with she was like you know it's nice that we come from the same place it's nice that we both have this Puerto Rican background and that we like are are, and like he's a big star in Puerto Rico I guess and like they just have all of this um shared like familial chemistry
2: it's good good on paper but I'm sure she felt like she was in love at the time.
1: Like, that's the thing. Well, and I also think she was in love with A-Rod. And I think she she was was. also in love with that random backup dancer that she started with in the first place.
2: Right. Like, that's the thing. It's kind of like you, once you're not in love anymore, you absolutely. get over it. It's like being in pain. Like, you can't remember anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yes, yes. If you look back at any of your ex-boyfriends, not even to say something bad about them, you're like, what? Like, why did I like that guy? Not any of them, but a lot of the time that happens to me. And like, it's because the spell has broken. So you can't remember that you were like in love with this person. And she, it's just kind of like, you're 50. Like, don't you know that that's kind of right. the thing? Like, it's okay that you guys broke up and you both were in love with other people in between. Right. Like, I'm sure he was in love with Jennifer Garner, and now they're not, and you guys are, and that's fine.
1: Yeah, like, I I felt a little bit weird. Okay, so, like, first of all, same thought completely where I was just a little bit bothered. Like, I don't think that in order to, like, express whether it's, like, our love for something or just, like, that something's your favorite. or that I don't think you need to put down one thing in order to make a point about how much you prefer another like I don't think there's any reason but especially because I'm I'm sitting there thinking about watching the the premiere and her children she has all these interviews where it's like my kids are asking me all these questions and it's like don't I would say like just parent number one rule it's like don't trash don't trash their dad it's like yeah. why would you do that you don't and need to and nobody really do. cares
2: enough that they need you to
1: Well, so that this is the other piece to me that, like, so, again, on paper and in theory and I guess in real life, like, there is something extremely romantic. Like, not all my exes – I mean, I think part of why I can be friends with most of my exes now is because the spell has broken. And so then I'm like, oh, we can, like – I don't, like, hate them, but, like, we could be friends. Yeah. Whereas, like, there were times when it was like, if I don't have you, I don't want to live, right? But the – there's something and again could be my own shit but i feel like there's something a little bit insecure about needing to like continue to like prove to us like this is the one marriage that's for real i feel like it's putting a lot of pressure on a marriage to previously divorced people multiple times over right and like they're not a gonna... that already ended once like why put that kind of pressure on it and who are you proving this to
2: Right. It's a little insecure and immature. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they're going to be together till they die, and that's fine.
1: It's just like, if they aren't, then is she now, like, fucked for life because she has made it known that there's only, despite the love addict she might be, there's only a place in her heart for one Ben Affleck affliction she has an affliction uh, which is benefic i don't know but like I, I just feel like you're setting yourself up for a really weird either the relationship works and they're together until they die which i think she's a little bit it felt a little bit like with this she was trying to be like now you better not leave me ever again like it's like you can't actually oh, you like think so? a little bit yeah like i think she's trying to put her love in sort of like a safe deposit box, but by way of making it totally fucking public and like owning it so completely that it would almost be like he would be guilty to leave again.
2: So I know you probably loved the Zodiacal Council, which I actually
1: have to be honest. I hated it. You hated it. I hated it. Why? Okay. A few things. Thing number one is that, I guess, like, on a personal note, like, perhaps I was personally triggered. I'm just a little triggered these days when everyone all of a sudden, not that I, like, don't wish astrology upon the masses, I do, but I just got so much industry feedback years ago where it was like, yo, can you hear Romy? Do not make another sound. I'm going to be done soon. I got so much feedback that was like, this is never going to be, like, mainstream. Don't talk about this. And if anything, like, I've also tried to sort of, like, right in the in the vein of the spiritual or try to be there's just something about it that it actually like takes away from what i find to be true and like especially like we all like get into (laughs) astrology like on some level because of like relationships and stalking boys or whatever there's something about it that that almost like how do i put it like made it too like stupid to me where it was like no there actually is power in like like because the whole thing was like i guess like that the whole thing to me felt just like extremely for something that is like an acid trip like a meta acid trip it was so on the nose everything about it was so on the nose like it like like from from like the Hard factory dreams to like yeah, there was
2: no subtext
1: there was no subtext and yeah i like that we know that she's like into astrology but like, even the way she was like like it was like libra like libra was like you know, one of the first, like, guys who, like, he didn't work out with. And it's, like, and then it's, like, well, gee, Leo's Leos and Libra's are really supposed to be great together. And it's, like, wait a second. Like, yo, like, if you're going to have a zodiacal council, first of all, I want you to mention anything about, like, mention moon signs. <laughs> mention, like, I just, this whole, like, blanket, like, a Libra should be this, but this Libra was this. It's, like, okay. And then I also thought that— Wait,
2: can I say something? Yeah. I think our podcast is also pretty— uh you know dumb
1: for sure dumb i mean and you have us on record that, for that
2: i don't think this j-lo movie is mainstream i think it's pretty weird i don't think that many people are gonna watch it i don't know why i have the hiccups i'm so sorry
1: oh that's okay i, it, I don't know that i can't explain it there's just something that like felt like she was using it as a way to the whole thing like even the dreams per- i think you were personally triggered I was, I was the whole thing. And like, the other thing that really, well, okay, back to the Zodiacal Council. The other thing is that like, I didn't feel like the signs were actually doing a very good personification of the, the archetypal character of that sign. I also. So they thought, weren't at all. And there at was no
2: Capricorn and no, qu- qu- right,
1: right. Like, and, and, and the, the funny thing is, is like the release of this, this, this movie or whatever it is it premieres, while we have this procession of planets moving into Aquarius opposite her Leo and the moon is in Taurus opposite her moon in Scorpio so like to me like if you're gonna do astrology I don't care if we're I love them have me on record put dumb on my gravestone but I feel like it's not that it was like dumb it's that like it actually didn't illuminate anything other than like you know this like idea that like she has this like council of like zodiac signs like oh uh, looking out for her and like trying to send her sign signs and it's just like the signs were too so you're really out here looking for a sign it's like bitch we all are come on like as if that's like some kind of i don't know and like yeah if you're gonna do astrology have the characters be like in integrity to the archetypes and have all of them
2: right where was aquarius where was capricorn I did not share your dismay with the Zodiacal Council. I thought it was just kind of cute and stupid. I don't know. I, I was like, whatever. This is like... I don't like it. It was a vehicle for um cameos, like you said. Right. One thing that really annoyed me was there was no reason for her to have a Zodiacal Council and a group of friends. Right! And Go I watched, right. like, just from a writing standpoint, and I watched the, um, the whole thing with subtitles and all of the friends were supposed to be archetypes. Like one of them was named the cynic and another one was, you know what I mean? Like, and it's like, well, that's what you should have done with the, the signs, the Zodiac signs.
1: Or I was, I was thinking that if you were going to do it that way, then, then they should be the same people. Like it should be like, This, yes, this person's representing Virgo. And then in real life, they're the perfectionist. And then this person's representing Cancer. And then in real life, they're the sad sack. Or I mean, I thought I'm I'm joking. I'm a cancer. No, no, shout out to my cancers. I'm not actually making fun of us, but like, I would like that's what I would have liked to see. So there was some connection to it all, but otherwise, right. Well, I have two choruses.
2: Yeah, exactly. It didn't make sense, but whatever. It's not a big deal. Um, there is no Libra in her dating history.
1: I was thinking... Okay, I was... Because I was trying to be like, okay, well, then who are you trying to, like... Who is this? And then I'm like, oh, is this her, like, minuscule attempt to be like... It is it is fictional. Which well, it's like, okay. Here's
2: the thing. Apparently, allegedly, she famously doesn't like to work with Virgos. So if she hates Libras... Like, one uh hypothesis that i read online i think it might have been on it was either Us Weekly or today.com they both did great uh coverage of this um they were saying that maybe the libra is a stand-in for virgos because mark anthony was a virgo and she hates virgos and she says she in the movie that she hates libras
1: she doesn't hate virgos the entire zodiacal council it was c- comprised of leo of, of virgo actors oh really Kiki Palmer, Virgo, Post Malone, Virgo Moon, I believe Jane Fonda Virgo. Uh, There was another one in there that I noticed. That stood out to me where I'm like, I didn't even know that she has a problem with Virgos hypothetically. But first of all, everybody who's into astrology, hint, hint, you guys, like, listen up. If you are going to even play that game, then if anything, it should have been like, I hate, if she really hates Virgos, which she clearly doesn't. Every cameo was a Virgo. But if she really hates Virgos, then it would have been like Pisces or like a different Earth sign. But there are no signs di- more different than the one that comes right after the, the the previous sign. Like Virgo moving into Libra, these are two signs that are incongruous. They are they're not similar.
2: And doesn't Leo move into Virgo?
1: Leo moves into Virgo.
2: So that's why she is now doing this you know it was like revisionist history that she never liked mark anthony kind of thing you know
1: totally and i also think for the record she really liked a rod too and i think that like she i just i don't like the idea that you need to like bash all of your relationships like in order to prop the one that you're in again up like it doesn't need to be like that like even if like and and i i'll say this even before she and ben got to be but got back together in her autobiography i do know that she does count that breakup as the heartbreak of her life she does talk which about one? how she, i think she wrote a, this is me book or something she wrote a book and i Wait, which breakup the ben ben 1.0 okay. breakup that that was the heartbreak of her life and she does talk about how she was kind of like rebounding with mark anthony which i don't know i guess at least in book form it's a little bit more um intellectual in nature where it's like okay we understand that your real perspective when it comes to just wanting to find someone to have children with and she also compliments him a great deal too even though she still was not over Ben but even like then like they're they're launching into the the song like rebound rebound this is just a rebound that I was just like I felt so like oh like you don't have kids with a rebound right and don't and if you do you never tell them yeah you don't say it what the fuck like I just feel like it was a little bit like and I, the other thing too that keeps bothering me is in interviews she keeps being like, "Look, nothing like this has ever been done before." But I'm like, "Lemonade is just a better version of this. Lemonade did this."
2: My exact thought, yeah. It's like because I was thinking, okay, maybe because yeah, it didn't really. I, I was a little bit like, this isn't a hundred percent working for me. And then I was thinking, what would what hour long extended music video would and then i was like oh lemonade famously was and incredible
1: <laughs> it already has worked for me i've watched it more than once and it's also like it's a little bit like for jlo to say like for her to have so much trouble trying to explain to us like ultimately the word she was searching for was like concept video like it was an it was an album video like the whole thing went with this album And that's what it was. And then she's like, it's just a mix. Like it's a little bit rom-com. It's a little bit sci-fi. It's a little bit action. It's like, that's what Lemonade is.
2: That's what a music video is. That's what a music
1: video is. Right.
2: Like, yeah, it's sort of a, really weird, surreal kind of thing. And you just linked a bunch of music videos together. Basically one of the things she says in therapy with Derek, the only one I recognize was Derek Huff and the other husbands. She says to one guy being with you feels like home, but I left home for a reason. And I was like, okay, that's a pretty great line. Like but
1: that's, that. That's anything. That's Mark Anthony not coded in anything.
2: Yeah. 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 But like, so doesn't Ben Affleck, how does, if you're going back to the same person right. that you were with before, it kind of makes me think that that person probably feels like home to you. And like, does your husband right now not feel like a comfort zone? It's, it's kind of, I don't know. I wanted to hear more about that. I wanted to hear why is Ben Affleck not
1: home? Well, that's where I, when we're, what a great way to begin the pod. But like, I think when we're talking about like Gardner versus flower, the more we talk about it, the more it's crystal clear to me that he is. It's almost like the flower is her fantasy of, not that they're not really married, but, like, the flower is this, like, romantic story that she keeps telling herself and us over and over and over again. Like, it's her—and, it, it like, she's made it her literal job. And I just feel like—especially eh, reading, too, that, like, Ben really, like, told her not to do this. Like, everybody told her not to do it. It's like, well, yeah. I don't know. Like, it doesn't seem like— Um, like I felt awkward for her after reading that Vanity Fair article because they just felt sort of like, but we all know that even the whole cast was like, we don't think this is good. Like, yeah, we need to read. I don't want to know.
2: Yeah, we need to read some of these. Um, first of all, also, I keep forgetting to say this. This thing was $20 million.
1: I know that was like,
2: right. Send
1: it to Gaza. 20 million. Seriously, though, like, and, 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 well, the one piece of it that I appreciated was that, um that nobody i think the one charming thing is that like nobody would finance it and so she was like fuck it like this is my heart song i'm gonna finance it myself which on the one hand i found to be hopeful because it was like hey even jennifer lopez like gets turned down for financing her movie but then it was like whoa like i just feel like i want to introduce you to like a bunch of young directors who like Probably could have done it for like you know two hundred thousand max. Like you don't. Know, I know. And, and I guess like well, the there was a, it was a lot of, CGI. of was, I was just gonna say all the CGI and the, there was like explosions and like. But like yeah, it's like a little bit. I don't think we need to know that. Yeah, I, I was watching Jersey Shore today.
2: I was watching Jersey Shore today, which cost twelve dollars to me. Right. It was nine thousand times more compelling and funny and interesting than this. You know, I mean i don't know so okay let me read some of the quotes she says everybody thought i was crazy and by the way i thought i was crazy uh ben affleck says if you're making a record about it that seems kind of like telling it because (laughs) yeah it's um well
1: because that was her thing it was the greatest love story never told and it's like well first of all there's an album yeah
2: oh my god wait they made a making of documentary that's coming out also
1: Okay, that I'm more interested in than the actual film itself. Me
2: too. That's going to yeah. be good. I'm definitely going to watch that. I hope that. that it's just everyone
1: being like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. It says also, Affleck said, this is from the Vanity Fair piece, Affleck said publicizing private details of their story, quote, was something of an adjustment for me. What? Pri- there were no private details in here.
1: That's what I find to be really weird about the whole thing because, like, Everybody, even like in the interviews I keep saying, they're like, you just went from J.Lo to Jennifer. Like, how does it feel to like expose Jennifer for the first time? And it's like, wait, I thought that a bunch of those fucking wedding planner rom-coms were in a way more like actual Jennifer than that. Like, yeah, there's no detail of your, I guess like what they're describing or what they're talking about is like the details of like how like her heart broke and like came back together but like it was if anything yeah there was not a single really recognizable part of ben in any of this
2: yeah and it all just felt like revisionist history yeah of like i'm having my ben affleck relationship bookend this because it's the only real good loving relationship and all the other
0: ones are fake and it's like no but we watched all the other
2: ones like what are you talking yeah. about it's like when you're like acquaintances with someone who keeps posting on their instagram a new boyfriend every two years who's and they're like you're the one you're the love of my life right up and you're and you're like wait but i know that you're gonna bring up with someone and like and that's fine but like stop telling us this
1: well but Unless, th- I, think,
2: I don't know i guess it's part of the fun maybe for some people i don't know
1: no i think that that's why this i with the, the album should have just been what it was i feel like that's why this strikes me as sort of insecure because instead of it being like her wanting to share like the truth about her feelings it's a little bit of like a i know what you're all saying about me the only thing that ran that rang like a true about the narrative was that everyone was like j-lo you're addicted to getting engaged you're addicted to getting married you're (laughs) you're a love addict you literally are obsessed with being in a relationship why can't she be alone a la like the beginning of yes yes and ariana being like Everybody thinks the internet is, right, It's like, it felt like that was the thing that this was, like, to me, the kernel of this film, not even the album, but the film was almost like responding to the haters instead of actually being an expression of love.
2: Yeah, 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 for sure. I think maybe she's also kind of coming out of the closet as a love addict in this film. Like, maybe yeah. she actually has been to those groups and everything. And even that, I'm just like... That is truly the tamest thing you could be addicted to. Like, God bless. Who cares? It's like, I'm addicted to crayons. It's like, (laughs) what? Come on. You're okay. It's fine. You didn't need to. It's like, good for you. Her, so her producing partner said, here's what I think. I think she might have told people to go out and say that they were like, well, this is so shockingly personal as a PR move. Because here's what her producing partner says I was worried. Why are you sharing your story? It's too personal. Stop it. It made me uncomfortable for her. When asked whether she came around to the concept, the partner bluntly declared, no, she never won me over. I was petrified the whole time. Like this is definitely oh my something God. that JLo has approved. Jane Fonda says, I want, like she approved that comment or that sentiment at least. Yeah. Jane Fonda says, I want you to know that I don't entirely know why, but I feel invested in you and Ben and I really want this to work. However, this is my concern. Like it feels too much like you're trying to prove something instead of just living it. That's true. You know, that's every true. other photograph is the two of you kissing and the two of you hugging. Well, and no, then... it's actually
1: him scowling for the most part. I don't know.
2: But I think that's just his face, you know. <laughs> it's Whoa. funny. I Whoa. like those pictures of them. Yeah. Um but yeah.
1: I Jane think Jane Fonda, I just want to say correction. Jane Fonda is not a Virgo, but there was a lot of Virgo in that council, and I will let you know who they were. What is Jane Fonda? Jane Fonda is a, we love to see it, Sag Sun, Capricorn Rising, Moon in Leo. I knew she had to have Capricorn in there somewhere. She's very Capricorn Leo to me.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yep. but also Sag.
2: What did you think of Ben Affleck being like a Fox News Donald Trump person with prosthetics? It was really weird.
1: I thought it was weird in comparison to how personal everyone was talking about like if you're gonna talk about how much this is exposing about their relationship to have him play like a clown it's like it just doesn't it, it, it it was fun for me to watch because i actually think ben's a good actor and like when you realized it was him it was sort of fun it was like oh wow he's doing a part why? Not sure. Maybe, if anything, because he was like, look, this is actually too cringe for me to be Ben in, but, like, I will do, like, I'll be supportive on set, and I'll, like, be a part of it, but, like, couldn't I just play someone completely unrecognizable? Like, that's why I don't, it just feels weird to me, like, for him to play this, like, throwaway Fox News shill was, like, it, was it an Easter egg where we all just be like, we found Bun. Right. I just think it's so funny that they're, like, the whole thing is about Ben, and it's like, is it? it is if anything it's about her experience and even like what you're saying like she's admitting she's a love addict it's like no everyone's been saying that to her this whole time and she just maybe is saying like yeah okay i guess you're right if anything or yeah i've been in therapy it's been said before like i know but either way like love addict aside like this is the love this is the love that switches it out of addiction back into normal love and it's like what i don't I don't know if a love addict's narrative story actually ends with them in a relationship, hypothetically. Wouldn't wouldn't the journey of someone's, wouldn't the protagonist's journey of a love addict be that they learn to be okay on their own?
2: Right, 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 right. Do you think that in real life, people had an intervention for her love addiction? I don't think anyone would ever do that.
1: I think, like, maybe her, like, mom and her sister might have been like, Jen, you're embarrassing us. But, like, no, I don't think there was ever, like, a, Even that's, like, sort of, like, a fantasy piece, too, where it's, like, I have friends. And it's, like, do you But she also, I know, she also in
2: her halftime documentary, she kind of says that she alludes to her mom having been, like, pretty distant and, like, not really being that maternal. And she says Mm. in this movie that, like, when she's talking to her inner child, that she didn't get enough love as a kid. So, I don't know. If I was her mom, I'd be, like... What the fuck?
1: But it's also just like, it like, and, and I'll okay, I'll say like, cinema does, and it's music in cinema too. My favorite things, like I've I found myself feeling, emo- like emotional at that part, but also annoyed. Like I was emotional because like the 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 craft of filmmaking was like working on me in terms of my heartstrings being tugged, but the in my mind I was like. You, like, I yeah, get, I get, just like this idea that this was like so personal, it's like it wouldn't take a rocket scientist or even a PhD or even a a professional to recognize that it's highly possible that someone who as an adult is experiencing, you know, serial monogamy or love addiction in whatever way probably didn't feel like they were like loved up enough as a kid. I just think it's sort of like, you know even you don't need a dsm for that it's like yeah like that makes sense like yeah as yeah, if we were and- like oh that's it that's just been going on this whole time it's like no you could have probably guessed that
2: yeah yeah totally do you think ben affleck has cringe from this i think yes he- yes right is- yes yeah so here's what she says ben told me you're gonna write it and then you're gonna film it i don't know why that's a great oh it was wait this is really funny mm-hmm. <laughs> She told Variety it was Affleck who guided her through the filmmaking process. Ben told me, you're going to write it and then you're going to film it. So that's how he guided her through the (laughs) film.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. What that makes me think is that he didn't want to give her any actual like feedback or opinion. And and he really didn't want to be a part of it. He was just like, okay, she wants to do this. I'm a supportive guy. Like, write it, film it. And then when she's like, but I've never directed anything, Ben, when I think I, I could see her being like, how does a shot list work? And him being like, here's how we start to think about it. like, I think that might have been something that they did actually connect on where he was like, I can work with her in terms of like almost like from a coaching perspective. Like, I can't write the movie for you. This is what you want to make. But like, I will as you're. As your Academy Award winning director husband, I'll be here by your side to remind you, like, what it means to be a director and, like, how the filmmaking process works. But, like, I think that's him saying. Couldn't he have helped more? Yeah, if he wanted to. That's sort of what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I think he was like, this will be your thing. But it's like, but it's about us.
2: So then it says Lopez added that after Affleck watched her magnum opus, he said, You made a movie for you. You made a great movie. You did it that's i you made a movie for you is the worst possible thing you could i could ever hear or like you did that stand-up set for you i would jump I,
1: off no, like quick comedy like maybe your xx was right like like <laughs> really go like, well, right if someone's like i'm glad that you got what you need well but it's like again like from a like clinical or coaching perspective you know even when you see the memes there's lots of memes that are like make art for yourself and like in return, it will be for others as well because of the, you know, the that, you know, oftentimes the specific ultimately is the universal and the yeah, more like specific plenty we
2: get. But like it's people make art just for themselves and it sucks ass. That's oh, what that right. meme
1: also needs to have a postscript. Oh, well, right. It's like basically like, don't worry about whether it's good because it might not be good. But like, I feel like, yeah, like that, for, for that to even be the quote from Ben, just to me feels so awkward because if this whole thing is her, like, it just feels like a lot of like proving to me and like telling us what it is without it. Like, I don't know if, if you watched that, if you watched it start to finish without reading any of the press or knowing anything about her, I don't know if you'd be like, this is about John and Bond. Right. I, I don't, don't think I would think be so. like,
2: I wouldn't be like, this is the most personal thing I've ever seen. The whole thing was CGI. Like, it's, it's got sort <clears throat> of a removed, effect because of yes. that it was yes. so unreal it's like the sphere <laughs> callback Whoa. from super Whoa. bowl episode but it's yeah like, where's it, the it, grass
1: right that's you know? exactly right though wow what a good what a nice callback that is exactly right right it's like it's cool it's it's a it's cutaway worthy but then when you actually look at it too much you're like what is this and why and it's robotic and it's it's just expensive and, and... what's a heart factory well that's the thing it's like i guess that's where You know what it reminds you
2: of a little bit? Wait, can I, before we move on, can I just tell you this last quote? Oh, yeah, yeah, please. She says, honestly, I don't care what happens now. That is the biggest kind of compliment that I could get. So you made a movie for you. You made a great movie. You did it. That was the biggest kind of compliment that she could get from Ben. I think we can close the case on this one. She is the gardener. Absolutely.
1: Actually, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. If there was ever a definitive statement as to whose role is what, uh, he's not He's not doing the best watering, I'll tell you what.
2: Yeah, like, he uh. <laughs> is literally standing there just, you made a movie for you. You made a great movie. You did it. Bare ass minimum. I mean... Right, like,
1: I can't believe that that is what she is pleased to share as... that's It, it feels, like, heartbreaking to me in some way because I'm, like, she's kind of going out of her way to just really, like, rub it in our face. Like, not only is she healed, but this relationship is the one, one, one. And always has been. Don't get it twisted. It's always the one. And, I mean, if anything, what's really painful is, like, it kind of makes me think, like, because, like, there's a difference between, especially in, like, first loves, like, those first heartbreaks where you really, like, don't feel like you're ever going to get over it. But oftentimes, kind of what you were saying earlier, like, the heartbreak is the hardest part, but like, if you're, if you're anything like me, they do ultimately circle back around. And then you go like, Oh my God, this is like the thing that I wanted him that I was praying and manifesting and studying astrology so that I could get him to say. And now it's like, whatever, six years later. And he's like, I fucked up. And then you're like, Yeah, you did. But like, thank God you did. Like, it's sort of like the heart. I think she's less stuck on Ben. And it was the heartbreak that she was stuck on. So then this fantasy emerged of, like, what if, like, that heartbreak could just get, like, lifted somehow? And it's like, well, okay, you can get back together. But, like, even if we all act out of character sometimes, especially after a big heartbreak, at the end of the day, like, I mean, I remember the news reports from that time being, like, Jen and Ben are fighting because she's, like, disgusted by his chain smoking and that, like, she's upset that he's in a nightclub with strippers every night and that he's drinking every night. Like, she does not drink. She does not smoke. She does not, like, those problems didn't go anywhere. He's still him. And you could call it the media that tore you apart, but it's, like, I don't know. Um It, I don't, it feels like it probably it was more than that. I think you're right that, like, you said on the Patreon, but, like, It seems sort of like, right, she got dumped and then never really let it go because I don't think Jennifer likes to lose. I don't think Jennifer likes to not get what she wants or come out on top or whatever. So I feel like she was always like holding on to that.
2: But she made a whole documentary about losing in award season. Hustlers year, like if right, she didn't but that like was an, to lose, that was an she would have burned that footage. You know, like if she has enough money that she could have burned that footage, mm. or that she could have taken out that side of it and made the whole documentary halftime be about only the halftime show. Like I'm sure they had enough footage for that. So I think that her thing is not. I think she just wants people to see how she's grinding. Like I think mm. she wants people to even see how she's grinding in her relationships. Like she wants people to know that she's been doing work. She made a whole movie about like it's the the thing that moves it along is the therapy appointments with Fat Joe. It's like, first of all, how navel gazing, you can't possibly come up with a more self-absorbed construct than that. But she made a movie about doing the work on herself. Time yeah. was about doing the work to like still not get recognized. I don't think it's about winning for her. I think it's more mm-hmm. about like, I'm here, I'm still doing this. And that's why ultimately she is a gardener.
1: Right, and I also feel like if anything, like think that's true about the halftime example. Except that I also think there's a part of her that okay, she's not going to win or even get nominated for Hustlers. But I think, I think part of what is it it can be charming, and it, it is why she, like I feel I like her, and I feel for her, and I want yeah, to same. like her so much, and I, I love her, I love her, right? Like I I I like have love for her, like I love her, but. It's, like, even with that, with halftime, it's almost like she's, like, breaking our hearts with it a little bit. Like, okay, and here I go again, like, not even nominated, not being recognized, like, but I am still so grinding. Right. Even when Ben has other quotes about her, he's, like, she's the hardest working person I've ever met, which, like, is a compliment to some degree, but, like, I don't know. I don't feel like it's the biggest compliment, like. No, I don't think that would be Nick's at first all. thing that
2: he would say about me. Well. I well, mean, I don't have a job right now. We're not right the now, hardest but...
1: The workers, but
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're not even on a schedule for was... this
1: freaking dumb podcast. I mean, lol. But like, no,
2: even when I was working really hard all the time, I don't think that's what would have been like top of mind when if you asked Nick, like he definitely was impressed that I had like a cool job when we met, but he wasn't like, and she worked so hard. Right. Like, that's such a weird thing for a lover to say about another lover.
1: Well, and I also think it's sort of like a little bit like it it is a compliment because it's like a great quality to have like to contain strong work ethic is something I admire and yeah. um, I long I long for that a little bit of that, but um, I also think it's one of those things where it's like I don't know, like especially in this business even if it's not true don't you want someone just to say like she's a natural like she just like has the magic at her it's, fingertips it's like if you work hard enough you could still be here in your 50s get the guy back and still not win any damn awards it's like
2: i know why does she have to work so hard right? She, and so what? i know i don't think i know because that's the other thing in halftime like I know that probably wasn't the focus of the documentary, but if I made a documentary about my life, I would damn well be showing that I have friends. Right? It, I would I it's be like, guys, like, oh, come we, did... we got to have a friend scene. I need the world to know that I have friends. You know? What Maybe I mean? that's like...
1: why she doubled up in this film where she was like, I have two groups of friends, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and one of them is in heaven. Yeah, yeah. they're in um, the cosmos, my cosmic friends. Like, okay,
2: yeah, yeah it's just not a romantic compliment the work thing but also it's like not, I, I just love watching her dance i love her body it's I mean, so, her body
1: is incredible it's
2: inspiring to me like it it's makes me happy that i actually am like the one thing i take time to do every day is work out because Seriously. i'm like you
1: could like it you I don't could know. look like that in your 50s no it, it is i won't look like that but i will well, look, you look like, like a, the, your version the irish yeah catholic version of a of a mommy but like mommy m o m m y but like yeah. um <laughs> but it's like yeah like like she and like she really is gorgeous like even in the scenes where you might be thinking or i guess what maybe was thinking like are these outfits like age-appropriate not that that's that i'm even one for age appropriateness but it's like when she shows up like you know with like a puffy jacket on and like bangs or it's like but she looks so great i, I mean, love it not know that she if you were just watching this movie and, and someone said how old, how old do you think she is i would say 29
2: oh yeah and also i thought of some subtext her bangs grow out as her
1: personal oh, journey continues right
2: yes yes you're yes, yes.
1: right okay but that's also not anything Uh 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 i I liked
2: it because i'm growing out my bangs
1: right but also like then it was a really short time like (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah. within the year my heart was healed i had done all the work on my love addiction and and then within the year i got married four times and divorce it's like it's too much like but let me like, tell
2: you that is how long a year feels when you are growing
1: okay up. <laughs> and when you're going to therapy with fat joe and trying to deal with like i, I don't have i would enough. go to
2: therapy if fat joe is my therapist i for think for sure well see therapy i never have hit it off with a therapist right i have had a man once but i think i need a fat joe type of man
1: i mean if anything i hope this is a truly an invitation to everybody who maybe didn't see themselves as therapist type before to throw your hat in the ring and go heal the people we we, Yo, we like
2: need i kind of need, need like a oh yeah this is what i need i need like a tough guy who seems emotionless but then he actually is like yes molly here's your permission to right. go into all of your like that i think would really resonate
1: right even just a guy being like i care about your dreams yeah yeah in some way oh you do all right
2: yeah a father figure of some yeah, sort yes. yeah uh,
1: actually um yeah i never mind i was gonna make a stupid joke I was well thinking, like,
2: unfortunately tough guys don't become therapists so
1: yeah until now she has no idea what the long-term impact of this piece will be but yeah. i guess like, I the, that
2: you keep calling it a piece i don't know what
1: to call it like it's like it's, you not know a that
2: it's a. piece. To, like she would be so happy to hear you call it a piece
1: oh yeah because she's like i don't even know what it is it's like well no it's a big music video for their album but like
2: you actually have to know what it is that's why no one wanted to fund it because you didn't have a lot of line
1: even like i was reading an um interview today where she was basically saying like so then like when they all turned me down for funding because they were like this is just too wacky jen she actually was like so then i had to actually like write the script to get the funding and it's like for jennifer lopez to have to put pen to paper in a very literal way before they get She gets funding for it. Like They're not going to fund it like they were going to fund it if they were going to fund it. And not because you like wrote it down now. It's like you're Jennifer Lopez. Like this isn't like proving a like you know what I mean? It's like it's like you're Jennifer Lopez and you're married to Ben Affleck. Like you guys hypothetically could make something really good. But like the fact that Ben wasn't even like more behind her on this and like if Ben was attached in a different way, she might have gotten funding.
2: Like, I yeah. think. Yeah. Oh, she would have gotten funding in three seconds. Jennifer, right. and Lo- Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck working together on a movie about their relationship. Oh, my God. Right. like, But I guess because of Gilead, they'll never do that again.
1: Maybe. But, like, isn't that sort of the point of the thing? Which is, like, hey, don't let one heartbreak, you know, be the end of the. Come back, do your work, and then come back and try again, you know? Like, do you I You know like what it... else? Their first what? round
2: of going out was not that long. They met and got engaged in 2002 right and they called off their engagement in 2004 they broke up
1: yeah yeah it wasn't long (laughs) it was
2: not long Like, and 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 it was like a
1: typical they met like on gilly doing gilly which is like how a lot of that's like pr relationships start
2: right like the amount of time it took for post-production they already kind of were ready they were kind of done by the time the movie came out they broke up a little while after that
1: Yeah, it's, um, I mean, and I'm happy for them just in terms of, like, I love, like, if the door is still a little bit open and they're both hitting each other up, it's like, it's great. Like, that's beautiful. Try again. But, like, let's, I don't know, yeah, to pretend it's something that it wasn't or to pretend that what she's been doing since then or that what it is now is anything but. And continues to be, which I think in general relationships are to whatever degree. But, like, it is – it's the whole thing does feel like a labor of love. Like, this does not feel, like, effortless or, like, easy. Yeah. This feels, like, kind of – and I hate to even say because I love her. But, it like, there is something a little, like – I don't know, like, forced about it. Like, um. Mm, and yeah. I think she was really trying to trap him with this. I think she was like, now we can have her ball. I don't
2: think so. I don't think so. I think she's just – so, okay, here's what I think. I, the only time I ever tried to like sell a love story with someone I was dating was when I accidentally made out with him while I was still dating the guy I was dating before.
1: Okay, long. So, like,
2: I, like, I did that. You and you were then, doing a little
1: gymnastics to try to make it right in your mind. Right, exactly.
2: I broke up with the first guy the next day, like, I didn't carry on. I didn't like, all we did was make out, but still not okay. But I broke up with the the real boyfriend the next day. And then I started dating guy number two. So I became obsessed with like proving that we were star crossed lovers and that it like. Right,
1: like it had to happen that fast because like nothing's ever felt so real. Right.
2: Right. And like, I probably had to date him because I made out with him on my old boyfriend and like, (laughs) I felt guilty about it. Do you know what I mean? 100%. So this movie kind of makes me think that. Oh, I just remembered I made out with him twice. Oops. And one of the times. (laughs) But it was okay because it was true love. This is part of the reason why I stopped going to therapy. I should say this for the Patreon, but I'm going to put it out here. (laughs) I made out with him the first time and I was going to therapy at that time. And I went to the therapist the next day and I was like sobbing. And I was like, I can't believe I did this to my boyfriend. This is so terrible. Like I have to tell him I have to bring up with him. And the therapist was like, no, 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 no. She was like, just don't hang out with that guy again. He just oh. got you drunk and took advantage of you. Whoa. And I was like.
1: Well. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. Mean,
2: I was like, I got myself drunk. Thank you very much.
1: Right. We had to take like, away all of your, like, your personal power in one swoop. Right. And then blame someone
2: else. She was like, it was. His, no, it was his fault. You don't have to tell your boyfriend. Don't worry about it. And I was just like what and then like three months later i did it again and i was like okay i have to break up with this guy this is so fucked up like
1: right well i, I mean i think that that's the funny thing too like instead of the therapist actually addressing what as an amateur therapist sitting on the zoom with you but i'm a life coach but it's different but like, my question would be like it not like you're so such a, i wouldn't let you like go down the path of like you're such a bad person but i would inquire like how Why? serious are, right how serious are you about your boyfriend it seems like maybe if you were this trip like about it right that it that the relationship should end like i would bring you to that conversation not like just don't hang out with the other guy again it's like <laughs> yeah. well but there's going to be other guys for the record like everybody lots of hot people out here in my 20s like come on i know like, i was like 23 it's like, yeah, like he's not the one. Get it like yeah. get it out of the way. End it. End it. And let's I not know. pretend that it's gonna be who wraps back around in the end. This isn't the thing. This isn't the thing. Yeah. But, but so- that's why I even hate Ben's quote where he's like, I fell in love with Jennifer. It's like if he thought that he was going to get back together with Jennifer Lopez at any point, he would have never put that out. Even like but that's where this almost feels like an overcorrection for that. It's like sometimes between relationships with the person you're supposed to be with, even if it ends, like you just say stuff to like to like, you know, like try to get over it. Like, sort of this, just like, yeah, re- rewriting of history in this way of like, like sometimes until like your Ben comes back, like we just do stuff and just, we, we, we go through with it. We even get married sometimes. And it's like, well,
2: Right, like okay. you both got married to other people and had multiple kids with them. Like it's okay. You both were in love with other people. It's right. fine. And then you both Unless had other you... long term relationships.
1: And right. if Aaron Rod you... was not cheating on JLo, there's no doubt in my mind that they would have actually gotten married.
2: He was yeah. just embarrassing and like, her. And like, I don't know, if you didn't actually love those people that you got married to and had kids with, why are you admitting it? Like you couldn't waterboard that information out of me. If that, if, if that was the case for me, I would I greatly care about the person that I had kids with. I was in love with them. It, and you know
1: what I mean? Like for everyone's sake. Yeah. And well, and okay. And on that point, it's like, as her child, I might be really pissed off. If if the story you really want to tell is all that was just fake and phony for the record, she and a rod had combined their families completely. They were all living together with all the kids as siblings, and they had multiple business ventures together. It was as a marriage as a marriage could be without actually making it officially official. Like, yeah. you are telling me that you blended, you Brady Bunched this shit for someone that deep down you just like were just like placeholdering with, like, no fucking way. And right. I would be so, I'd be like, Mom, what a confusing life you've, you've, you know, drafted me into, where I now have all these ex step siblings who are now probably shouldn't ever and won't ever talk to again even though we live together
2: that you never loved them with a 20 million dollar budget
1: right and then it's like dad why it's like mom why would you why were you combining assets and buying sports franchises with someone that you actually weren't really when it was come down to the truth of it like in love with and it's like that's just bad call Jen. like if that i wouldn't like yeah she's like outing herself as like just like a total flake and it's like kind of heartless Yeah, that's the irony, right, that it's, like, sort of heartless in general. Something just occurred to me, and then we can wrap it up. But you know what the piece that does feel very personal about it to me is? I don't know if you've ever, and I, what am I, myself, if not a hopeless romantic, but I don't know if you've ever been, like, so so moved as to write, like, poetry sincerely.
2: Eh. Oh, have I? I, I? Probably,
1: probably. So I I definitely have. Yeah. it's, It's bad. It's bad. Yeah.
2: I like the, the <laughs> guy that I was dating after the guy that I was dating after, you know the the one I kind of made out with. Yeah. Um, we both thought that we were like Kim and Kanye, except we were both Kanye, and we would like write things about each other and like.
1: Ugh. Wait, did oh I ever God. tell you that that was one of the biggest fights Randy and I would get in? Who's the what? Kanye?
2: Who's the Kanye? Of the relationship. That's and so now, funny. now
1: looking back, it's like, actually, you could, you, it was Take you. The Take the Kanye. Kanye. You're I'm the Kanye. I'm the Kim. I'll be right. Kim. I think Kim's great.
2: I'll be but, Kim until the cows come home. But that's
1: such a funny moment in time because it was the same thing where it would be like, like, right, we would be fighting over like, because also we were like both comics. So it was like, whose lines, like whose bars are better? Like we were just like specifically competitive. But um, I guess what I'm trying to say, read the poetry and those bars is that like, I feel like, The thing about it that is so personal is that she thinks like all of this like imagery and dream stuff is poetic. Like I think like it's like, it's like when you like draw something for someone and you're like, I hope you like it. And it's like, Oh, and then you have to like put on the wall. It's like when you're kid, sorry, Daft, some of your shit is going to be ugly. Like, and we're just still going to think it's beautiful because you made it. But like at the end of the day, that's like, that's like what's vulnerable about like kids are. That's why people post it. And it's so funny. It's like you think penguin is spelt with a K or you think, you know, it's like there's something very vulnerable and sweet about like sincere, like poetic efforts. And I think that is the piece that feels so personal. Like the fact that this feels so personal to her means that like, she really was like making art here and in that way especially because there's um not really a narrative arc actually like there is sort of but like not really like no i was so, i was trying to think it's not really a plot or a storyline no
2: kind of yeah all right i gotta go because girlfriend needs a baba can you hear her talking
1: yeah she's so vocal <laughs> hell yeah yeah, DJ Dizzy Def on the Double Ds. Yeah, dude, she's our producer, in-house producer now, where she's like, okay, cut it short, it's time for a baba. And I, I said, know, oh, now hey, she's that's kind the of crying. Before she
2: was like, ow. Yeah, ow. Yeah. And now she's like, all right, come she's on. She's like,
1: already a stage mom. I have issues.
2: <laughs> Isn't that funny?
1: It's very cute. It's very it's cute. chatty.
2: Okay, um, I once again want to reiterate that I love Jennifer Lopez. Same, forever. And... I don't know. I just think she's great. And this needed a this needed a few edits before they before they actually shot.
1: Yeah, it might not have had to be made, but but you did it. You made a movie for you. And that's great. Yes. Join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash podcast for you and me alike.
2: And this one that we have this week is really good. I really think we got some we got into some We talked really good- about a lot. I know. We had some really good tea on the Royals that yeah. we wouldn't have said publicly. There's for a really sure. good Patreon app, so patreon.com slash space trash podcast. Please. I have a child.
1: Yeah. And I am a poet just making bad art and holding the door open for love. So either way oh wait that was the one thing i was, last thing i'll say they did throw in that line like your your love should cost a thing and i was like all right all right
2: oh i kind of right. liked that i, I was I just actually... like all
1: right lord. You know, I, was... I wanted more of that if anything but to have that be the one i know like, reference was like give me a few of those then
2: i i liked it a lot because i always thought i always loved the song the song was so good but i was like jennifer you're gorgeous yeah,
1: it should cost a little something yeah, at least make him take you out to dinner. Yeah, like, right. It costs the card and the holidays. I mean, come on. An Uber home. I right, don't know. right. Something. Flowers. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash, but the astrology can help us understand